Hi, leaders. This is Dr. Dorothy Seabrook. Welcome to Real Talk, Leader Culture with Dr. D. I'm coming to you as your host and leadership coach and mentor. I'm also the CEO and senior consultant of Seabrook & Associates, LLC. We offer coaching and mentoring partnerships, training and education, and strategic organizational assessment and planning. Remember, I speak all things resilience, and my superpower, well, it's empowering others. What's yours? I'm bringing you the Real Talk Leader Culture with Dr. D podcast to help new and emerging leaders develop the skills needed to lead. We unpack leadership principles while trying to offer tips, lessons learned, and best practices that'll help new and emerging leaders build, grow, and maintain effective leadership skills. We're glad that you've joined us in taking the next step in your commitment to reduce toxicity and dysfunction in the workplace. We don't want anyone to call you a toxic leader. I hope that we can connect to discuss this further. See my contact information below the podcast description, as well as any links to other training and events hosted by Seabrook & Associates, LLC. Hi, leaders. In this episode, I want to talk to you about, are you strategic? Do you have a strategy? for getting things accomplished as a leader? Are you strategic in planning, in your partnerships, and when you're looking for outcomes? See, being strategic is really an effective trait for leaders. It means that you say what you mean, mean what you say, and you lay out a roadmap in order to get you to where you're going to go. Now, yes, it's very important that you have a leader culture as you're establishing this uh, strategy and implementing your strategy. Remember, Peter Drucker said that uh, culture eats strategy for lunch. Maybe he said breakfast. So I'm going to say that if you don't have the right culture, If you are not in a place where you have created a safe and empowering space for your team, then it doesn't matter how strategic you are, you're not going to reach any of the goals that you've ever set. So I would like for you to get a pen and paper because I want you to jot down some thoughts as I'm asking you questions as we go through this episode. Deal? All right, let's get to it. So what do I mean by being strategic? What I mean is when you establish something that you're going to do, you think about this is what I want to try. Here's the steps I have to take to get to it. This is what success looks like, or this is what impact looks like. Sometimes we're not always trying to be successful. Sometimes we're trying to have an impact whether that's on people or on situations or circumstances, right? So now I've got this strategy, or at least I've got steps. I've got goals. I've got broken them down into benchmarks. But then the next part is I have to think about 
what could happen along the way. If you fail to do that, you're going to run into a lot of dead ends. I'll give you an example. I have a strategy right now that I want to train 25 people in the upcoming year. So that's my end goal, train 25. Well, I've got to think about the third and fourth order effects of training people. Meaning, what else do I have to consider? One, I got to have a way to reach them. I got to be able to have a way to tell people that I'm offering this training. I've got to decide whether the training is free or whether it's at a cost. I've got to find out or think about whether I already have the training uh, curriculum built or whether I have to build it. So even having a strategy of saying, in order for me to help other leaders, I'm going to offer training to 25 people, at least that's kind of a, a goal of mine, then I've got to think about what could go wrong and what are the third and fourth order effects of having that training. Well, I've got to also think about, am I going to be available after the training to answer questions? If my schedule is already jam-packed, and I go forth and deliver training, then no one is there to answer questions or if there's anything to follow up about, then I've really not done a good job of being strategic. So what, uh, what does that also mean as far as having a strategy? Well, what is it that I want that training to do? It can't just be to enlighten people. I want that training to be um, provided to 25 new and emerging leaders for them to go back and train other people or share the information. I also may want them to subscribe to my mailing list. So that means I also have to have that available and I have to share that information. That is that looking more like being strategic to you as a leader? So then the other part about being strategic is who do I partner with to deliver the training? Yes, I can offer the training by myself, but is that the most effective way? Sometimes people want to hear from other people and I'm going to partner with people who have a growth mindset and have the same goals as mine in order to deliver this training. Because one, I know I can trust them. Two, I know that they're not going to give information that's not been researched or at least not been proven as effective for new and emerging leaders. And three, they're people that I can talk to, get along with, and collaborate with. If I'm not strategic in who I partner with, it could be an epic fail. It could be someone who over-delivers or over-promises and under-delivers. It could be someone who I have a hard time reaching. Well, is that the best partnership for me? Am I really being strategic? Now, I also need to think about in my partnerships, are they people who can do something that I can't do? Or maybe it's, I'm going to deliver one part, they're going to deliver another, but they're going to blend together. We're not going to step on each other, but it's going to be iterative. In the last conference that we did on the cruise, it was inspire, communicate, and empower. And what we did was we did inspiration as a, a icebreaker. 
who inspires you? What is it about them that inspires you? Then we had a briefing about effective communication as a leader, having the difficult conversations. And then we had a session and had to end up being virtual, but it was about empowerment circles. So you see how that was a strategic way to get that information in front of people. It's iterative. One leads into the other, but it's also uh, related to the overall goal. So being for us delivering that training and for me to partner with people to deliver the training, I had to be strategic. So the other part about being strategic is also thinking about whether you have the stamina, endurance, and perseverance to be strategic. So you can't uh, hide or be shy when you're trying to be strategic. You've got to be assertive. You've got to have a certain amount of boldness because as soon as something doesn't work, you can't stick your head in the sand. You've got to be ready to step to the side, pivot, or be flexible enough to go in a different direction. Being strategic is not for the light at heart. Being strategic means that you're going to process, here's what it looks like. Because if you can't see it, it's hard for you to reach it. So when you think about strategy, I want you to also think about what could go wrong. Don't just think about all the great things that you're going to do. You've got to consider what if it doesn't go as planned? What does that real what is that really going to look like? So remember, having a strategy is having a plan of action, and sometimes it has to do with having a policy in place. But it's all all about achieving a major goal or aim. So, it's like having a master plan, right? So if I am a person who have a, have a strategy related to my vision, so I've already decided that I am writing a book about toxic leadership. So at the end of writing that book, I've got to market that book, right? So I've got to have a plan on how I'm going to get information out there about my book, how I'm going to let people know that I am the expert related to toxic leadership or preventing toxic leadership, hence the podcast. So it's all about a strategy. It's related to my overall vision, right? So it's also related to my philosophy about leading. My leadership style is a servant leader, but I'm also a resilient leader and I'm a purpose-filled leader. So I've got to tie all those things together as I am building a strategy to help others avoid being toxic. So it's all a part of a plan. So when you think about my desire to write a book and get my book in the hands of new and emerging leaders, it's all a part of my strategy. So I hope that that's helped you with thinking about, are you strategic? I'll be right back to ask you some questions for clarity. Okay, leaders. I, this is where I want you to jot down what comes to mind. 
because this episode is, are you strategic? So this is related to you being strategic. So first question, are you more apt to look for problems or solutions? Which one is you? When you, as a leader, what do you bring to your team? What do you bring to your leadership? Do you only bring the problems or are you also able to bring solutions? I'm not saying that there are solutions that have to work, but which is your go-to? Be honest. Nobody's going to see your responses except for you. But I want you to think about that. When you ask a question, have you at least thought about what a, a solution might be? to that question that you've asked. Sometimes we just don't know, but have you even thought about it? And are you a person that asks a question because you can ask it? Or have you worked through possible solutions and still haven't come up with one that works? Okay, next question for clarity. Think about it now. Are you strategic? Are you strategic in considering some of those problems as opportunities to solve it? Or are they just challenges? Are you able to reframe a challenge to now make it an opportunity, particularly when you're bringing it to your team? Because maybe they're the ones with the knowledge and the background and the experience to offer the solution. But how you present it may be how they receive it and their willingness to do anything about it. Okay, so jot down your thoughts on that. Next question. What type of mindset are you operating with? Do you have a growth mindset or a fixed mindset? We've talked about that in the past. Basically, a growth mindset will look for possibilities, will be flexible, always open to new ideas. A fixed mindset believes it's always been that way. It's always going to be that way. We're going to have to do it the way that we've always done it. So in being strategic, don't just say, I'm going to pick the growth mindset because I think that's what Dr. D wants me to think or say. I want you to think about who you are and whether it has worked for you and gotten you the results that you've needed, or is it time for a shift? as we're asking you the question, are you strategic? All right, next question. Are you able to stay abreast of changes in your organization or related to your field of practice? Which you decide whether it's your organization or field of practice. But my question is, are you able to stay abreast of it? And in doing so, what are your thoughts about that? Do you think it's even necessary? Because a strategic 
leader is going to consider whether it's necessary or whether it's a burden. So I want you to jot that down. All right. So now, are you strategic when it comes to attending a meeting? When you attend a meeting, regardless of the topic or the agenda items, what do you usually try to remember the key takeaways from the meeting? Now, you'll have two or three pages of notes from the meeting, but do you make it a practice to jot down the key takeaways? And then do you also compare it to others to see what their take was or what their perspective was? Or are you just going to the meeting because it's required? Okay. All right. Next question. And leaders, you can replay this as many times as you need to be able to ponder these questions but I want you to look at them each individually and then jot down your responses. Okay, next. Are you able to create opportunities that inspire others to take the lead? Or are you the only one that you want to take lead? Are you the one who's always considering the opportunities that fit with your skill set? Or are you looking for opportunities that will inspire others and grow others so that you can later delegate responsibility to them? All right, enough of that. Next question. So, are you able to look at the bigger picture? Not just what's happening right now, not what's just happening to you or how you feel about it. Are you able to see beyond that and see where you might take opportunities or see that as an opportunity versus a challenge? Now, again, this is a little different than the question I asked you before, because I want to know, can you see the forest for the trees? Can you see where you're performing a task or delivering a task right now, but it's a part of many other tasks that's going to have a greater impact or outcome? So I want you to think about that. And then I want you to think about, are you able to be decisive when you're looking at the big picture? Are you able to make decisions so that you can avoid problems down the road? Are you able to think about when you're making the decision that you may have made it based on some assumptions and maybe there's been some trade-offs what is it that you couldn't do or can't or haven't been able to do because a decision has to be made right now and you don't have all the information? All right, next question. Do you ever put yourself in the shoes of your customer, your leadership or other stakeholders? Or are you only 
performing tasks, answering questions, providing support to benefit you and your plan? Are you ever able to put yourself in somebody else's shoes? Do you think about what it is that the next person needs, not just today, but they need overall, and they don't even know it yet? That's one of the things that I've been thinking about as I've been writing my book is what I I may have had an experience, but what might my reader need? Am I able to anticipate what they may need and think about, though I've had this one experience, somebody else's experience may be very similar, but also very different that could still benefit from a lesson that I've learned. All right, last question, leaders. When you are having a discussion with someone and do you only focus on what they've said or are you able to look past that and also think about what wasn't said? Are you strategic in your thinking to the point where not only are you listening to the words that are coming out of their mouth, but are you also looking at body language? Are you also looking at the posture that they have if you're in person or on a video? And even if you're over the phone, if there's a pregnant pause, chances are something else is also on that person's mind. All right. So I hope you'll spend some time going back through these questions for clarity and asking yourself at the end of each one of these questions, am I strategic or am I faking it? I'll be right back with Real Talk. Okay, leaders, you ready for some real talk? So during this episode, I wanted to know, are you strategic? So I'm talking about strategic in your actions, strategic in your thoughts, strategic in whether you plan, strategic in how you execute your plan. I also want you to think about what also are potential causes of you not being strategic? How do you relate being strategic to success? And are you only looking for an end goal or you're also thinking about the outcomes or the impact? Can you even imagine what success looks like if you're strategic? What would you have to do to set yourself up with the right resources, with the right understanding of what it is that you should be doing and thinking about how you're going to hold yourself and others accountable? The other thing about being strategic and having a plan is you have to have an understanding of what are some of the blind spots. What are some of the things that's going to catch you off guard? 
what are some of the things that you need to have more information about? Do you ask yourself the what if kind of questions? And then do you also think about priorities? So because when you're trying to have harmony between work, family, career, part-time duties, and leading. So what is it that you're not doing in order to do all of that? Are you strategic in it? And as you're establishing your priorities, what makes it a priority? Because if everything is a priority, then nothing's a priority. The other thing I want you to think about, and leaders, this is real talk. If you have crisis in your life all the time, you're not very strategic. You are only putting out fires. You're jumping from crisis to crisis. So that means you're living in chaos. And I want you to ask yourself, really, who wants to follow a leader like that? You can't even see the forest for the trees because you're so busy putting out forest fires, which started with a campfire, but you couldn't see it because you were busy, busy doing busy work. So if you're constantly in crisis, you're also in chaos, you can't even see where you're going to be in a year. That's not very strategic. You've got to start thinking about what those big questions are that you need to answer. You need to start thinking about how complex certain situations are that you can break down into smaller pieces so that they're not as complicated as you're making them out to be. And then are you communicating your strategy with others or are you leaving them so full of ambiguity when they walk away from talking to you, they're so uncertain about what the next move is that you really are creating chaos yourself. So I want you to think about that. I want you to think about what you're comfortable with and what your team is comfortable with. How, what's your comfort level and confidence level to navigate uncertain terrain? Are you able to be strategic? Are you able to be a visionary? You've got to ask yourself those questions. You're not going to have somebody walking around with you all the time, making sure that you go in the right direction. This is your life. This is your leadership responsibility. This is your need to be, to hold yourself accountable. So when you ask yourself, Am I strategic? I want you to see that from someone else's perspective. How do people perceive you? And if they don't perceive you as being strategic or someone who's a visionary, someone who's able to put a plan in place and execute it, ask them why. Get some honest feedback. But if you are running from that feedback, I want you to think about, are you the leader that you're supposed to be? Now that's real talk. 
Thank you again for listening to Real Talk, Leader Culture with Dr. D. I hope this episode added value to your leadership journey. I'd like to hear from you. Please leave me a message either on Facebook or Instagram at Leader Culture with Dr. D. Your feedback is what helps us make the next episode better. And also you can share any leadership challenges or wins that you'd like for us to unpack further. Remember that Leader Culture with Dr. D, either on Facebook or Instagram. This is your host, Dr. Dorothy Seabrook, AKA Dr. D, your leadership coach and mentor offering real talk. Remember, I build leaders and speak all things resilience. And my superpower is empowering others. Until next time, leader culture, more than a mindset, it's a movement.